What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Let's take stock of where we are at this point in the season. So the month of April is almost over. You know, about that puts us roughly a sixth of the way through the season, roughly. So some nice storylines have taken shape. It's still early. Don't worry. Baseball is a marathon, not a sprint. You still have time if your team is off to a rough start. But it's nice to see that if your team was off to a good start, you know, it's, it's nice to see that. It's nice to see some some positive news. You know, if you're, let's say, you're a Rays fan, for example, they, they've won 22 games already. They're the first team in MLB history to win 22 games before the end of April. That's that's what we're seeing right now. So, 22 and five for Tampa Bay. That's their record. They did beat the White Sox on Friday night. White Sox are having a really tough year. They're seven and 20. It's not looking good on the south side of Chicago. But let's go through some games from Friday and see where we're at. So let's start in New York. A very weird game. A rain-shortened victory for the Atlanta Braves. It was only a five-inning game because of rain. But they beat the Mets 4-0. You know that once five innings have been played, it's officially a ball game. And that's all it took. Max Freed threw all five innings. No earned runs, seven strikeouts. Matt Olson with the bat for a home run. And three RBIs. So the Braves get, you know, a big win in a divisional tilt here with the Mets. That's the big weekend series, but hopefully there will be better weather as the weekend moves on. They just had really rough weather on Friday night. If we move out to Arlington, Texas, where the Rangers hosted the Yankees, Rangers beat the Yankees 5-2. But unfortunately, Jacob DeGrom exited this game with forearm tightness. That is not good news for the new Rangers ace who they just acquired in the offseason. You know, for the second time in three starts, he left in the middle of an outing due to injury concerns. His injury concerns are are very major at this point. I mean, they paid this guy a big bag, gave him a lot of money in the offseason, but it's it's looking pretty uh I, it's looking dicey. It's looking dicey. Um it was a bit of a dice roll for Rangers to sign him in the first place, but yeah, forearm tightness is not what you want to hear because sometimes that's a precursor. For, I'm not trying to say he's he's uh, more hurt than he is, but sometimes when you hear forearm tightness, you have to hold your breath because you've heard those come back with you know really bad news for different pitchers. Let's hope that's not the case for Jacob Degrom because, like I said, they just paid this dude a really big bag in the offseason. I think it's like a five year deal, so you're hoping it's nothing too serious but the Rangers were able to hang on and get the win over the Yankees they're first in the AL West the Rangers are first in the AL West you know we talked about them rebuilding these past few years so far they have staved off the Astros and they are first in the AL West so we'll see how long that lasts but 5-2 was the final score for the Rangers here Robbie Grossman 3-4 with a homer and two doubles speaking of the Astros they are hosting the Phillies this weekend as part of a World Series rematch. They lost game one. So the Phillies beat Houston 3-1 on Friday night in Houston. The play of the day was Nick Castellanos's home run robbery in right field. I mean, Castellanos isn't really known for his glove, but he was, he was at the right place at the right time. He had a really good grab out there in right field. And yeah, that, that was, that was a big play. Aaron Nola was on the mound for Philly 
Eight innings, one earned run, six strikeouts from him. Framber Valdez was on the mound for the Astros. Seven innings, three earned runs, three strikeouts for him. You had home runs from Kyle Schwarber and Jeremy Pena on the other side. But it was a close game. I mean, 3-1, mostly, it was mostly a pitcher's duel. I mean, just singles. Like, when I say singles, sorry, y'all. Like, one run innings. There were no crooked numbers on the scoreboard. Each team scored one in the first inning. Then the Phillies added one in the fifth, and they added another one in the seventh. That was that was all she wrote. The Astros are, are second in the AOS. They're going to be fine. I mean, 14 and 12. They're, they're just barely behind the Rangers anyway. Moving out to L.A., where the Dodgers hosted the Cardinals. So this was a Jason Hayward night out there. Remember, Jason Hayward is playing for the Dodgers this year. You know, the early going so far in 2023 has been frustrating for him. His numbers at the plate have not been good, but he had a he had a good game on Friday night. So two RBI knocks, flashy defense out there. And yeah, I mean, it's it's just been an interesting year for him because Jason Hayward is not a household name anymore, but the Dodgers went out and got him for a reason, you know, for some depth. And he's getting some Solid playing time out here in the early going. You know, they do have some injuries out there and stuff. You know, Hayward's a guy who's known for his glove. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he's been known for his glove, I would say, at this point. You know, he's a, he's a veteran. That's his, his calling card. The bat has been, has been just mediocre, quite frankly. But he was in right field to start the game. Mookie Betts started the game at shortstop, then moved back out to right field later in the game. But, you know, the Dodgers have this interesting mix here where they're moving guys all over the field you know it it really is interesting what they're doing with Mookie but Mookie did homer in this game his fourth home run of the season hit in the first inning leadoff home run to start the game for Los Angeles set the tone but they beat the Cardinals you know Cardinals have had a rough start to the season as well Um, I mean not the Dodgers have but they had a rough start to the season 10 and 17 fifth in NL Central for St. Louis their MVP Goldschmidt, he's been hitting, he's been looking really good, two for four on Friday night. But besides him, you know, there have been other guys who have just kind of struggled. You know, Arenado hasn't really looked like himself so far yet. I mean, he has plenty of time to heat up. Um, but you know, it's it's really been Paul Goldschmidt who's been clicking all cylinders. Dustin May was on the bump for Los Angeles, and he looked decent. I mean, five innings, two earned runs. He looked decent. Not his best outing, but not his best stuff. Enough to get the dub. If we move to South Beach in Miami, walk-off single for Gene Segura was what helped them win this game. And, you know, he's he's hoping it's a sign of more to come. Because, of course, the Marlins could definitely use that. You know, they have some guys in that lineup who have been off to a good start this year. Some guys who absolutely rake, like Luis Arias. Did you know Luis Arias is hitting 427 right now? Like a legit 427. He has 82 at bats on the season. Like, what even is that? <laughs> like, what what are we even talking about here? This dude absolutely rakes. He's won a batting title before. Now he's just proven that he is just the best hitter in baseball. At least from an average standpoint. He's just the best hitter in baseball. You you can't really even say it's arguable at this point. No one in baseball is a better average hitter than him. Last year, he won the AL batting title. This year, so far, he's hitting 427 to lead the major leagues with a 495 on base percentage. I mean, what more do you want to see? Right now, Luis Arias is the best hitter in baseball. If 
from an average standpoint. He just gets hits. That's all he does. He just absolutely rakes. So that's what we're seeing out of him. But uh, it, it it blows my mind. This dude is just – he just sees beach balls up there. So moving on for the weekend, there is a Mexico series going on. So the Padres and Giants are squaring off in Mexico City. So these two NL West rivals are going to square off with games on Saturday and Sunday. Major League Baseball has visited Mexico on numerous occasions in the past. This is, this is going to be the first time they've played regular season games in Mexico City. So it's going to be fun, you know, a treat for the fans in that city to be able to see some Major League Baseball come to them. But, you know, it's just going to be baseball. Regular season games is going to count on the calendar as it normally would. So that is going to do it for today, folks. Enjoy some weekend baseball. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.